0: This is a crowd podcast. Yeah. You're listening to Fox Given, the one where we talk about the unsuccessful threesome and hemorrhoids. Well, hello there, Reed. Hey, Florence. Blanket wrapped up like a little. Bumhole.
1: Yeah, it's my little bumhole. I'm feeling sorry for myself because I, I came back from holiday yesterday and I don't feel well. Picked up something from somewhere and I'm, I'm being punished for having like lots of fun. For like having lots of sex fun. <laughs> UTI, urinary tract infection, and piles.
0: Holy, the holy trinity of. Holy shit. trinity. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I w- really wish I had one of those like, you know, like the donut ring cushions right now. That oh would be, my God. That would be so good. Yes. Yeah. You know what? The more the more I talk about it with people, the more I realise how many people have had piles slash hemorrhoids. Yeah. So
0: many people, probably about half of my I've definitely got friends. something going on down there. Yeah. I think I was talking to you about it. You were like, well... Most people in their thirties, it's been like quite a long time to like live with your bum hole for. So obviously something's gonna have happened down there.
1: I mean, your bum hole goes through like a lot of stress every day, every day. Uh-huh. And it's the exact same muscle as your mouth. And <sighs> I mean, our mouths, well, <laughs> I think Wait, our mouths what? can deal with a little bit more. Apparently so, it's <laughs> a sphincter, right? It's supposed to be the exact same color as your bum hole, your lips.
0: Oh really? Yeah,
1: oh, how, lovely. <laughs> how lovely but yeah how it goes lovely. under a lot of stress and when you put it under extra stress like with sex yeah or exactly with ibs or mm-hmm. with drinking alcohol partying drugs like all of it my, my bum hole was just like absolutely not no not today i'm done <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> um, checked out well more like oh my god like literally checked out like popped out
0: oh no um, I know, but you have to,
1: like, oh. pop your little, like, bum hole back in. What happens you know?
0: when you, like, this is a, uh, just an inquiry. What happens when you have hemorrhoids, but really like having anal sex? Like, surely that just makes them worse. You surely shouldn't have anal sex if you have hemorrhoids. Did you hear
1: my stomach go then? <laughs>
0: It was like it was really like, unhappy. Oh. It's
1: like, oh.
0: Oh, yeah, um, no.
1: <laughs> I would not recommend anal with hemorrhoids. No. Piles. I would not because what they are are you've got glands inside your butthole um and then Mm. when when there's when you're under a lot of stress or you're pushing too hard or your bowel movements are different Mm. these glands can swell um they either get infected or they swell for whatever reason and a, a lot of the time like it's very normal people can just like have that and it doesn't bother them. They don't notice it. But when they get really bad is when they swell to the point where every time you like take a shit, then they can pop out or so, they're just out without the shit. And that's when they're really painful or itchy, uncomfortable, sore. Um, there's no way people are going to be wanting anal when they've got piles of hemorrhoids. And they can, you know, they're so normal. They, they come, they go... Um, oh so you do not stuck with them they
0: don't like no come and no, then no no They live that's there it forever. for life
1: no it's just it's basically just like having a uti a urinary tract infection they just come and go you can get you get medicine for them oh. um the worst thing to do is when you're sitting on the toilet and you're on your phone and you're not shitting oh you're God, just, just sitting there the relaxed and pushing yeah because it puts a lot of pressure on those glands on those like Veins and all the stuff going down there. Yeah. And that's what makes it worse. And obviously when you've got the shits, when you've got the runs, you're just sitting there waiting for the shits to keep coming or to keep going.
0: I have been Uh. in a similar boat today, I'm not gonna lie. I've -hmm. had one of those periods that has been so late. I think it was like five days late or something, which always happens to me when I fly. When I, when I have yeah, like jet lag and I'm- Yeah, the jet lag. Mm. Just that whole movement of the body. If it coincides any time for my period, then it, my period will be late. And you know what happens when your period's late. When it arrives, it comes back with a vengeance.
1: Yeah, it's like running in quicksand. It's like, I don't know, like extra thick, extra bitchy, extra like
0: horrible- Oh my God. You just can't
1: avoid. I had like
0: the worst cramps this morning that they were like shooting pains down my legs.
1: Oh my God, yeah.
0: I was, walk- I was like, I made myself go out on a walk and I was literally just walking around thinking if anyone knew how much pain I was in right now. <laughs> no wonder our pain tolerance is so fucking high. We just learn, we just learn to deal with pain. Just deal with it, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Life is pain. <laughs> Same with
1: UTIs, oh my, day. I get UTIs. I used to get UTIs all the time. Mm. And obviously the biggest thing to stop a urinary tract infection is pee after sex. That's like yeah. the main thing, Number do one. not be, don't fuck it. This is why I got my UTI because I was dehydrated on holiday. We took shrooms and we ended up fucking on the balcony. Like dehydrated, like still Wait, tell like me. maybe like, like <laughs> filthy, you know, like not clean, sweaty, sun creamy, sandy probably. I don't know. I don't know where the sand's from. We weren't even at the beach that day, but you know, you just get sandy on holiday for no fucking <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah, And we fucked. Well, f- fingered and fucked. And it was the thing. It was the thing
0: oh, it the it was fingering. The finger. Yeah, The fingering.
1: That's what. And then the UTI happens because I'm just so dehydrated.
0: Probably, yeah mainly probably the dehydration because and did you pee afterwards
1: I mean I feel like I pee after every sexual encounter but maybe I just didn't pee enough yeah. oh and my immune system's been down cuz it's been like a week of partying and, mm-hmm. and I mean drinking and fun I mean it, it all makes sense but yeah, don't you I'm just feel surprised. like you're being you're being punished for yeah. having fun. My first time experiencing mushrooms was terrible. I had a really yeah. bad trip. I panicked loads. I basically had a four hour panic, ta- panic attack. And that's because yeah. I was out camping with a group of people that I wasn't like super close with, a big group of people, 10 to yeah. 15 people. And I literally was like, it was intense. I had to go and sit on my own. This time I was just with Sam. We had some, we bought some shroom chocolate and it was so nice Florence. It was, was like, it? it was so not, it was not like anything. I had expected. I didn't realize that shrooms could feel like that. I thought shrooms wow. are really fucking intense. It was like all the best bits of, I don't know, like being like, Valiumed up and being high. And it was really like nice and comfortable and dreamy and just like a bit silly and a bit leg wobbly. And I was like, is this what getting shroomed up is? Like no wonder everyone's fucking on it.
0: I would like to flag and highlight though that Mm. I microdosed for quite a long time and it started affecting me in a negative way. Like I started feeling like I was getting really like aggy and frustrated at small things. I was stopping feeling the good benefits of it. And I didn't feel anything at all, apart from like, yeah, just feeling kind of negative. And then also t- kind of getting more into my head with anxiety and stuff. Yeah. So I think with shrooms and microdosing and everything, it's like obviously everything in, um, uh, what's the word? Moderation. Everything. Moderation. Wait, back to the balcony sex, was it like in front of everyone? Like what, was this like really public? very
1: it was very public
0: (laughs) we were really high up really high up you you know you you,
1: even if you if you weren't standing I mean I would say it's a balcony it was a terrace with like like with like seats on it and a table and and everyone could you could see but we were so far away that it kind of worked out yeah Um, and fuck me I was really horny on the shrooms like I did not think that I would be horny at all yeah um Nice. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm feeling this. And then at one point, I was like, feel, don't even if you've seen it on my stories, I was just like filming the view whilst being fucked, like trying really hard to like keep my mouth, keep my voice down, just being like. I think I had to cut off the end bit where I'm oh like, god. like trying to film the view, but actually just like swaying off because I'm not really focusing. Um, Oh. I also went on holiday with one of my really, really good best friends mm-hmm. and we had conversations beforehand of like, oh, well, you know, if, if my boyfriend comes, like, how do you feel about us being intimate with each other um, and like close? Because obviously we don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable and right. she was pretty yeah. cool with it. And when we moved to our third third location, yeah, there was no door, Florence. Like, I feel like you would have felt me in this situation. No door. It was only a curtain. Fuck. And... Like she was in the bathroom and we were like, you know, we a lot of our sex just starts off with like wrestling and play fighting. And then we went into sex and it was like so hot trying not to make a noise. And obviously Sam's trying to make me make a noise and I'm trying really hard, like not to make the noise Fuck. because my friend is literally just behind a fucking curtain.
0: Oh my God, poor her. And, I'm there, and,
1: I'm like- <laughs> and then they're like, and then, and it was a really good lay. Um, yeah, but then afterwards was I was like, I came out and she was like, oh my God, your hair, you look like you're wearing a wig.
0: <laughs> my hair was like so
1: fucked up. Um, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Did that, was that weird? Did that make you uncomfortable? She was like, nah, man. Like I heard you were like fooling around. But then as soon as I heard the bed go, that's when I was like, okay, it's my cue to leave. So she, she went. So it was the end. Oh yeah, my it was, God. It was good. And I, yeah yeah it was some it was some good holiday sex man like oh, holiday really, sex is yeah. actually the best it is and it isn't because i've had i've had relationships where the holiday sex like you're expecting to have really great holiday sex yeah and then it actually just isn't or it's really drunk or you feel obligated to fuck and when you have it you're a bit like oh that was like really shit you know like and I've, I hate that feeling. Yeah. Or again, it's that whole idea of, we're going to have an amazing time on holiday. This is going to be perfect. And it's not fucking perfect. And you argue and it's the same as being at home. Um, I, I just, know. I don't know what it was about this trip. This, th- the trip was great. Barely had any anxiety uh, and hardly any arguments. And the sex was great. I don't know what it was about this trip. Yeah. I'm so horny. <laughs> So Florence, please, it's, you've been back from LA now for a while. We
0: need an update on your lover life. I've only been back for a week, been back for a week. Really? It feels like a million years. <laughs> I know, right? It really does. Yeah. Um, My situation, a, yeah, I guess I had like a hard long think about what I really wanted after that last situationship with the viking because mm-hmm. um, that made me realize that i only really want to get into like relationships with people that are actually going somewhere that's like a life-changing moment right that's like that's really valuable to know Yeah, I think I spent a lot of time. Like, if someone asked me what I'm looking for, I would be like, Oh, I don't really know. Like, you know, I'll just not really looking for anything. I'll just go with the flow, whatever. Mm -hmm. Which is also okay to
1: think as well. Anyone Mm -hmm. else who thinks that going with the flow is great. But when you're like, when you know.
0: Yeah, I just know that I deep down want a really nice relationship that's like a growing relationship and a someone that i can be like a teammate with and i know that like loads of people will relate to this right now um i think there was a lana del Rey quote which was since the world's ending i'd quite like a boyfriend or something along those lines," because the world is such a scary place at the moment and it feels like you know it wouldn't be so bad doing it with someone else and being kind of like yeah in a team with someone being having that security so you're not just out here by yourself intimacy is such a big part of i think like finding that inner peace and stability for me in particular i love you know i love having sex and cuddles and Mm. all of those things and anyway i have just decided that you know i want to be really out there with what I want as well. So in all situations that I'm going into, whether that's like dates or like people that I meet, I'm gonna ask them really upfront, you know, what are you looking for? Um, or like what is it that you want? And if it doesn't match with me, then it I'm not gonna further investigate it. No. Because it's not wasting there's no your energy. Point.
1: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. also like that the idea of you know, putting what you want out there. If you're not really true with your own thoughts and feelings and emotions, you can't find what yeah. you want. It's too hard. Yeah. And yes, there is the idea of going with the flow, but you run the risk of being hurt in the process or not really respecting mm. your own boundaries or doing yeah. things you wouldn't
0: normally do. But yeah,
1: I think it's- Yeah, I which is what really... happened to
0: me last time. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think, I think it scares a lot of people. A lot of people are- are are too scared to say that what they want, you know, especially when it is a a relationship, a meaningful relationship, because they're so scared Mm -hmm. that other people are going to see them uh, in a different way, or that if they tell somebody that they're just seeing that it's going to scare them off, and it's like, well, then, you know, that's good. You want to scare those people off and away, and you want to attract the people that aren't afraid to take that next step, that that don't have commitment issues, and that want that in your life. Um, otherwise, yeah. it's just you're just going through a lot of like shit, really, and a lot a lot of unnecessary time, time wasters, basically. You don't know what the fuck they want.
0: I actually saw something on Instagram. I want to read it out. It was on the account Your diagnosis on um Instagram I think I sent it to you actually read as well <laughs> and it said read this if you're single and it's kind of like yes. you know we we hear a lot of things when we're single like so much like different advice from people and it's all so contradictory mm-hmm. and it's like well you know like is it bad to want a relationship or should I just be out here trying to be a single independent woman you know um so this said if you're if someone is single and desperately wants a relationship, it doesn't mean they can't be on their own. It doesn't mean that they're not independent enough. It doesn't mean that they're not that. It doesn't mean that they're codependent. It doesn't mean that they are not it does not mean that they are codependent it does not mean that they do not love themselves enough. It doesn't mean that they're not okay alone. It means that they seek connection and companionship, and for them, that is important. And this is okay, because I think we're made to feel like wanting a relationship is wrong, and it means that we're not satisfied being by ourselves Mm. and then it said stop saying things like this don't settle wait for the right person lower your standards raise your standards love yourself first if you're not happy single you won't be happy in a relationship a relationship won't complete you it happens when you least expect it the reality is dating can be the literal worst. It's a mindfuck, a string of first and second dates, waiting for responses, bad communicators, disappointments, swiping that admits to nothing, being ignored, feeling undesirable, bad sex with strangers and ghosting. The list goes on because the efforts are boundless. I loved that post because mm. I think when you are single, you relate to all those things so much and you hear advice from all your different friends and everyone has something different to say and it's just good to know that like where you're at and what you want is okay and it's okay to want a relationship it doesn't mean that you know for me I had to sort of sit there with that and be like oh my god it doesn't mean that I'm not happy being by myself because I am happy being by myself it's just that I do seek companionship and a connection Mm. I mean it's basically damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, whatever Literally. you do,
1: someone else is going to have uh, a different opinion on it. And I think it's mm-hmm. trying to just disregard those. Like, those other people aren't you. Yeah, they could be your best friends, your family members, or think they know what's best for you. But really, like, you should know what's best for you. And you you, you got to make yeah. those mistakes. You've got to go through life and figure all mm-hmm. that shit out. Like, it's yeah it's all down to you you are the center of the universe in this situation and you, you gotta own it you gotta own what you want sometimes it's yeah. really hard to figure that out though when you're getting all these like fucking whispers and different advice different it posts is. but i think the hardest, got... the hardest one is the whole like um you know strong independent woman idea mm-hmm. of you're a bit and that's that's been sort of shoved down our throats for so long. And even yeah. I feel that guilt and, and that sort of like weirdness of being in a relationship with a man, even though I'm like, but I am a strong, independent woman. Um, yeah. And that, I think that's just as much as it is good and great to hear that because we can be strong, independent people. Yeah. It's okay to want to share that with somebody and have somebody there to like, cool, when you're feeling yeah. a bit down or
0: you know it's actually human nature yeah i mean it's literally
1: it's (laughs) it's basically why we're on this earth is to find somebody to fuck like (laughs) yeah it's all in our dna i
0: I think it can be really negative on our i don't know our inner selves when we think like we try and go against like our natural Mm. instincts and we we tell ourselves that our natural instincts are wrong and we just end up hating ourselves for it.
1: Yeah. If you want to find a partner, you go find a partner. But I think it's easier Mm -hmm. once you actually accept that within yourself instead of trying to like fight against it. If you're just like, yeah, "Yeah, man, I want a partner. I want to have a baby. I want to get married. I want to, you know, settle down. I want the next relationship to be years and years and years. I want to die old with somebody. Exactly.
0: I did actually, whilst I was talking about that, remembered that I had a massive update.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. We love a massive On update. On the last
0: the last day that I was in LA, I found out from a friend that my ex, Quarantine Bay, has a new girlfriend. Fuck. Big. That is that is hard news to hear. It was hard news to hear. Um, When I found out, it was really like one of those like gut-wrenching moments. And I felt like, wow, this hurts so much. And it like, you know, I cried like immediately and like had all these emotions I needed to release. And I was like, oh my God, I hate him,
1: I hate him.
0: um and then but there was this little voice in my head that was saying well you know maybe this is what you needed yeah maybe this is what you needed to like properly let go and with the like I had a couple of days processing the information and like it just sort of got lighter and lighter quite quickly for Mm. me um and I kind of settled down the the feelings I had towards him to be like, you know what, like, he is an amazing person and he does deserve to be happy. And we're both out here just trying to, like, live our lives now. And I'm happy for him that he's found someone. Um, And I'm happy that for me there are no more but what if Yeah, because that's that's the
1: thing that's always been sort of, like, holding holding you back, holding mm-hmm. us back, not allowing you to have that release. And yeah. as much as it is painful, it's like, yeah, as you said, now you can let go. And I think we also, our minds play tricks on ourselves and make us believe like, you know, we do the comparison thing or why did they pick them over me? Or yeah. Why, yeah. why is their relationship looking so much more perfect? Why am I still stuck where I am? You know, these are all the mm-hmm. nasty things that we allow ourselves to like we trick ourselves into thinking when in reality it could be far from the truth you know it could be that they're still going through the same issues that you were going through it's just a different time or they've learned something different you know we don't yeah. know what the future has to hold for them it it might last years it might last a couple of weeks but the best yeah. thing you can do is just not beating yourself up about it and using it as a tool to help benefit yourself and push yourself further from this place and, like, learn from it. I mean, you've learned so much from the situation alone.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. Like, I don't regret any of it. And I think I needed to go through that experience to Mm. understand love in new ways, to understand connection in new ways. And also, I think, like, this whole situation has probably helped me kind of get in touch with like deep deep abandonment issues that Mm. I that I have and I still haven't quite like got over and conquered and this whole uh yeah this whole him having a new relationship thing has kind of cut that final cord of well he's just not for you yeah and like as much as I said that to myself so many times after the breakup there was still that like little thought in the back of my head like what if he comes back because mm. he said this and he said that like when we saw each other again when we were still broken up which was like just mindfuckery, and yeah so it's just like well if he had been saying that he still like thinks about me and has feelings yeah. for me then surely there must there's a what if you know like what if he comes back and what do I do if he comes back? Do I want to be in that relationship? And it would just be a, a situation. But now it's like, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's done now. It's just not going to happen. It's done. It's done. Mm. We can put it under the rug and not actually shoving it under the rug is like the wrong thing. Yeah. It? Like, <laughs> yeah. Set that's it like like free. Hiding it away. Set it free. Setting it free yeah.
1: is much better, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah free. so so proud of you and like how you've
1: managed to deal with this information because it could it could really tear it has really te- torn people up it's torn me up before hearing about it and other yeah. people you know it's de- it can be devastating news but changing your perspective around it around it and turning it into something that's like more of a positive and more of like a powerful life-changing mm. moment of learning can can yeah. really help you get through it. and I think like you were already there you were ready ready you I was almost ready, ready to he- yeah hear the news um yeah. and it's just like made you a stronger person now you're going to have like the best life can <laughs> be like see ya all right Th- thanks for that
0: now i can go into future relationships not having ties to that old relationship yeah. like that would have sucked for mm. whoever i end up with so i'm just excited i think it happened at a really really good time it was mm-hmm. great timing um and it has allowed me to now be ready for whatever comes into my life. Yay, that sounds Yay. so amazing.
1: How how do you feel about, you know, having your last trip in LA and now being back in London? How, is it a more positive experience than last time? Have you learned anything? Have you are you striving for anything?
0: I had this moment like the morning after I came back and I woke up so early because of jet lag and <laughs> I watched the sun rise and wow. I was sitting on my balcony and I just had like a memory. I was just like, okay, see, he was like, I was just like, you were just driving around LA, in your Mustang, just like living your best life. Like how the fuck did that happen? Um... And I just sat there, laughed to myself and then started like happy crying. And I was just like, it was so, so amazing. And in that moment, I felt so much peace because I felt like seen. I'm going to sound really spiritual when I say this. I I felt seen by the universe and I felt like I was getting or I had been, I don't know, just noticed and life was kind of just working out for me.
1: That's so good. That feels like so right. Like, you could finally breathe, you know? Yeah. After all this Yeah, even with the
0: whole fucking news of the new girlfriend thing, I was just like, things are right. Things are good. Oh my God. (sighs) Apparently, there is a new thing that people are doing where they take a bit of their vaginal juice and they wear it as a perfume and it's called vapping or vabbing vabbing
1: vabbing, vabbing. vabbing. it's like vaporizing vabbing. Vabbing. um vabbing yes this sounds amazing i mean i feel like we've been doing that from the dawn of time you know there are actual brands that try and create Wait, what no you don't think there are there are literal perfume brands that have like tried to create the smell of vag of and sex hormones all that stuff uh, it makes sense but this is like what you dip your fingers into your mm. vag and like mm. fully put them on your neck your wrists yeah because
0: it's supposed to get all your pheromones out there and like attract people that you know are attracted to your sexual scent oh my god i think i'm gonna next time i see sam i'm gonna do this i'm gonna see oh my if my god, he god notices. please do uh, i need to I'll, i could do it just need to make sure i'm not having a bad bv day yeah
1: yeah <laughs> i mean at the moment i wonder if my uti smells like anything you know <laughs> probably just smells of like like platelets and blood cells coming out of my piss
0: <laughs> let's make sure we've got like a when we're having like a healthy vagina day let's do good it good vagina day good vagina day see what happens my i do feel like man.
1: i do feel like when i'm on my period i get a little bit more attention than usual
0: you know what that's really interesting that you said that mm. because this morning on my walk when i was in pain going yeah. around with my cramps it, i swear every single man was lo- like checking me out really mm. oh, it might be yeah, also because i'm wearing is. a top where my tits are completely out but still
1: i mean that yeah that could also be <laughs> it but maybe i because it's the, the, not necessarily the smell of period i also think you know it's like what evolution right is because we're our I most horniest after our period but then again yeah. evolutionary that's kind of like that doesn't make sense because we, we're no, not ovulating around our yeah. period
0: we we should be most attractive when we're ovulating i would yeah.
1: say yeah yeah like evolutionary maybe we should okay, ask so...
0: do a test ask sam just like to rate <laughs> his attractiveness to you on every day of the month <laughs> Imagine. Just...
1: I imagine he was not attracted to me yesterday, you know, on the way home when you're both in like yeah. a really shitty mood uh-huh. and he was literally like, we were not in a good place. That would have been like a zero, like zero <laughs> on level of attraction. <laughs> Uh, and I was in that weird place where I was like, "Get away from me," but like, "Don't fucking leave me," because I'm like so lonely but so angry. You know, it's like such a weird space. <laughs> uh, and I was like, "Do you want to come back to mine?" He was like, "No, I do not." And I was like, "Fucking," like so angry about it. But like, I did not want. To, I
0: needed space. Yeah. Such a weird, such a weird head fuck when that shit happens. That is that is a weird, weird situation. Fuck me. So what happened with that threesome? that you never told us about it.
1: Okay, yes, threesome. Um, We're calling it the unsuccessful threesome because the threesome never happened, even though Uh it was successful in that we both learned something collectively. (laughs) <laughs> um because I, I feel like it's kind of harsh calling it the unsuccessful
0: threesome it's kind of the like deep. unsuccessful threesome yeah well it, it was so it
1: wasn't a threesome yeah it wasn't successful uh so yeah we went on a date with somebody that sam had been chatting to on field mm-hmm. and we met up and i think it's one of those where you know when you just don't know you're like, yeah. you, you should follow your gut. And uh-huh. instantly I was like, I'm not sure I'm attracted to this person because you've got another person there because you've got your partner there. You're trying to figure out if they're attracted, if, if you're doing it for them, if, if this could be a fun, exciting occasion, especially because you know what we're like, sometimes we're, we're yeah. really horny and then we go on a date and then we're not horny, but then mm-hmm. we end up having sex and it's amazing. Like, yeah. It's so, sometimes so hard to figure out where your mind's at. So during the day, every time they went to the toilet, Sam and I were like, do, you, do you, what are you? what are you feeling? Like trying to have like a little moment of like, we yeah. were both just like, I don't know, what are you thinking? And um, there, were, there were, it was confusing because I think I was ready to call it then and there at the drink, mm-hmm. but then uh, Sam invited them back to mine. So I was like, oh, oh, he's on it. Okay, all right. Okay, let's do this. And then I was also feeling jet lag. This was after LA. And it was just one of those, kind of semi-awkward situations of sitting around, trying to see if we catch a vibe. I could not catch a vibe off of them. I, I couldn't get any, like, flirty behavior or any sort of sex talk. Afterwards, Sam said that they caught a flirty vibe. So I, I I I don't know. It was really tough. And in the end, it just went on for way too long. You know, it got to, like, maybe, like, 10, 11 at night. And in the end, I was like, hey, so yeah, I'm... I'm. I'm sorry. Like I'm just not feeling this. Of course, still in the back of your mind, you're still going. Is this a wasted day? Is this wasted time? You know. I- should we be having sex with this person? Am mm. I am I a, you know am I a bad person for not being attracted to them? Am I no. am I going to ruin this situation for my partner? All these thoughts are going through mm. your head. Like maybe if I just suck it up and and we have sex and it could be amazing. But the things you just don't know whether or not it could just be. Re- it could I don't be a think bad we should
0: experience. ever force ourselves to have sex when we don't when yeah. we're not feeling it. It's never going to end up not. good. And I think it's really important to be honest in those situations and just like, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. That's just what happens on dates. Like I've been on so many dates where it's just ended up being awkward and I thought that I should have listened to my gut at the beginning.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it needed to happen so Sam and I could figure out how to navigate a date where we're not attracted to the person right. and we don't yeah. want it. it was it was such a good learning experience and also how to read the other person and sort of like we need like a code word or a sign or you know I think if it's an I'm not sure then it's a no go I think Mm. that that should be our rule. I don't know for everyone else, but I feel when you are very clearly attracted to somebody, it's very obvious. Sometimes it can be a bit slow and awkward and a little bit like, oh, don't know how to work it out. But when it's like, oh, I don't know. And when you're just thinking like, I'm just tired, I'm just so tired and Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do next and you need to call it. But it's also like, how do you call it? How do you call it? Especially if they might be really into you or they might be really forthcoming um it's yeah it's trying to figure that shit out like how how do you say to somebody that you've invited back to your place like hey like thanks for coming over this has been really fun but you know what i'm just not feeling it tonight like and it but you know like when i'm awkward I, I end up talking loads and so i end up being like oh maybe we could go out for a drink again or like see each other another time or i'll message oh you oh my god to- i can you know, like imagine all what these you would like in that situation just <laughs> like, <laughs> i just like run my mouth i run my <laughs> yeah, mouth that's wild. luckily i don't think i did the only other thing was i messaged them a few days later to check in and just apologise and be like, that was totally my bad for not calling it out. And I didn't get a response at all. Mm. Um, And I'm still, I think I'm still thinking about that as like, fuck, did I do something wrong? Did I, I I must have done something wrong or they must have been pissed off with me. I mean, you had a bad experience,
0: they had a bad experience and they probably just want to like put it past them. Yeah. The thing is,
1: I don't think it was... It wasn't bad. It just was an unsuccessful threesome. I don't think there was any bad vibes. We had a nice time hanging out together. We were like listening to music and having some drinks and and it felt comfortable. Very comfortable. But it just didn't end up in sex.
0: Yeah. Well, curious fuckers, I think it's time for us to wrap this episode up.
1: Yeah, I need
0: to pop in my hemorrhoids. I need to piss out my UTI. (laughs) Make sure you follow us on social media at floresbark, at readamberx and at comecurious.
1: And we also have everything on the YouTube channel, baby. So make sure you check that out if you
0: need mm-hmm. more goodness from us. Oh yeah, some good LA vlogs are on there. Oh, yes. yeah. The LA
1: vlogs of deliciousness. Yes. You can see what we got up to. It was lots of fun. Lots Yay. and lots and lots and lots of fun. All right, we should really fuck off now. <laughs> Love okay. you all. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye.